Would you like a jelly baby? Engage all the systems. Aye. Engage. Clear all mornings. Clear it, sir. One quarter impulse power. You know how to fly, don't you? No. Do you? You shall not pass! Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. The force will be with you. Always. Hi, and welcome to the Geek Hangout Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined tonight, as always, by my friend and co-host, Grant. How's it going tonight, Grant? Hey, it's going great. How about you? It's going very well, very well. It's been a couple weeks since we've done a show, but we have some uh, new stuff that has come up that we, we definitely should be talking about, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Lots of, uh, lots of news coming our way uh, in the geek universe. Uh, we did take a little bit of a break. I think we had to recover from Endgame. <laughs> I know. I'm still like I'm still like for a week afterwards. I'm it was still bouncing around in my head. Yep, definitely. But uh, yeah, we jumped right from Endgame. I mean, two weeks later, and boom, we got the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. I was surprised by the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer because we, we they give us a huge spoiler in it. Yeah, uh, well, I guess we should say spoilers for Endgame. If you didn't listen to the last podcast and you're jumping to this one, uh, we're going to spoil Endgame again. So, <laughs> so <laughs> fair warning. Right. Um, spoiler alert, you know, come back later. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the you know, the Spider-Man trailer pops up and you're like, yep, Tony Stark dead, you know? And it's <laughs> like, oh, I guess we're going there. I guess this, the, the spoiler ban is over, you know? Right, and it was like, I was just, I was so shocked by that because I mean, you know, I, I mean, it had been two weeks since the Endgame had come out, but you know, still only two weeks, and and it was like not not only is it like a spoiler, it was like the major spoiler, <laughs> right, 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 like <laughs> you know, like the biggest spoiler there was, and I was just like, wow, and and, and like seconds into the trailer. Like as, yeah, like as soon as it starts, you know. Yeah, it was cute that they had Tom Holland come on as himself and be like, "Hey, spoilers! Like the tra- you know, don't watch this if you haven't seen Endgame yet." Um, I, I thought that was fun. Yeah, you know, just a, a nice way to say to give people the heads up. Although once you're watching that, I I can't imagine you would react quick enough to turn it off. Right. I, I mean, it was just like I was I couldn't believe how quick it was. It was like 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 two three seconds into the into the trailer. Yeah. It's like, I can't believe he's gone. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, that aside, what'd you think of the trailer? Um, I, hey, it's another, I, another, uh, I would say another home run for Marvel. I mean, you know, who knows what the movie's going to look like? The trailer, it hit all the beats. Uh, you know, it, it follows up for Endgame. Obviously, they're talking about Tony Stark. I mean, he got happy there, and you know, he's kind of canceling Peter Parker. And I mean, uh, Nick Fury's showing up, so it, it's you know the universe is rolling right on, and I was excited in general. You know, I like Spider Man. I was excited for his movie, and then just to see it picking up all the pieces from Endgame Game and running with it, I, I was uh, you know I'm really looking forward to it now. The, the biggest thing, the most interesting thing to me was they mentioned the multiverse. They mentioned that Mysterio is that how you say that guy's name? Mysterio, I think. Mysterio, yeah, That's I, I think. Always 
I can't, I know it's one of those things you read it and you never have to say it out loud. You're like, wait a minute. Um, but yeah, Mysterio apparently is from a different earth and, you know, Nick Fury is like, oh yeah, the snap ripped the hole in, in, in the, in dimensions and in the dimension and then there's a multiverse or something like that. So that was a huge, I thought that was a huge, like that game changer. Just like, wait, wait, what now? What, you know, right. what are we, we're referencing a multiverse. This is crazy. <laughs> right. But the, you know, but then the thing, the thing that I, I was sort of wondering is because isn't Mysterio sort of a trickster, right? Yes. Is he selling that he's from a different earth, but he's not really from a different earth. So it'll be interesting oh. to see how that all plays out, you know? Yeah, that I never that never occurred to me. You know, I got to, I got so excited about the prospect of a true multiverse that uh, right, he could be totally like somehow faking it, making it up. That's interesting. Yeah, so that would. I mean, I don't know. That was just my first, right. my, my first thought. I mean, but it, but it's kind of exciting. If the, I mean, the idea of a multiverse is really exciting, and I think th- I think that's they're heading in that direction anyway. It certainly so. seems that way. Yeah, between I mean, uh, uh, Loki creating his own timeline. And, you know, Cap creating his own timeline and, you know, so they're getting into timelines and now they're, now they're talking about different earths. And, and so they're, you know, they're really opening this thing wide open. I mean, you know, I, I wonder, and I, this, I'm kind of getting ahead of everything here, but I was wondering is if, if they're going to get into multiple earths and all that stuff, if that's how they're going to try to bring in like the X-Men or like something like that, like if, uh, with dark Phoenix being released soon, say that does very well say that, you know, for, for an X-Men movie, say that does very well. I wonder if they would look at that and say, you know what, let's bring these people over. And that right. could be a way to bring them into the universe. But, you know, I, I don't know. I was just, I was just curious. I, I was curious why they're like, why go that way? Cause Mysterio, right. you know, in the comics, Mysterio is just Mysterio. He just, you know, he's got his fishbowl hat and he just, you know, he, just <laughs> right. he just shows up and does whatever. So I was, uh, was like, oh, well, where are they going? What's the, you know, what's the, the purpose of the, of introducing a multiverse? So anyway, you know, maybe I'm being overly optimistic or overly hopeful, but I was just, you know, wondering what they were going to wonder what the future plans are for that. But like, um, the other thing I, I really liked about this trailer is that we get them talking about Tony Stark in the first couple seconds of the trailer, but they, they sort of reference him all throughout this trailer. And several people are like, I, th- I think Spider-Man says, you know, there needs to be a new Iron Man. And there's a couple of people who, who's, who reference that in this trailer. So it's interesting. That's going to be maybe a theme through the movie. Like, you know, his, you know, who, who's going to, fill the shoes of Tony Stark, you know, yeah, like that's Happy it, right. even says, you know, I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know you were here. Right. Right. You know, so that's kind of interesting. If you didn't know that Spider-Man was such a huge property for Marvel, you would almost wonder is if Peter Parker was going to adopt the Iron Man identity. Like, you know, I know that's not going to happen because right. Spider-Man's huge, but I mean, it just in, you know, if you were just able to watch the the movie in a, in a vortex, so to speak, it makes you wonder, you know, Oh, I wonder if he would become Iron Man or I wonder like kind of what they're going to do with that. They're kind of setting him up to be, become more than the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And they even, they even kind of joke about that in the thing that Nick Fury is like, what he's saying is he's like, miss you've been to space. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was a little uh, taken off guard by <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. <laughs> you see him uh, in that suit that Tony gave him a lot in this in this trailer too. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Iron Spider suit. Right? Yeah, Iron he's, Spider. He's suit. like, yeah, 
you know, so maybe he's in that in the beginning. And then when he goes on vacation, he has like the traditional costume, but then there's also some like stealth costume that pops up somewhere along the way too. Um, you know, so yeah, who knows what they're doing? I, I, you know, they're kind of really piling on Spider-Man to me to make a choice. It's like, look, you know, if you're going to be Spider-Man, you're going to be Spider-Man or, you know what I mean? Like if you're going to be a superhero, you're going to be the best you can be. And you're, you know, it's not just going to be, um, part time. Yeah. Right. It's uh, right. And it's not going to be the friendly neighborhood anymore. It's going to be like, look, all right, if you're in, you're in, you know? Right. Right. So and it, yeah. It, and there's even that like little sequence where <laughs> apparently Nick Fury's trying to get in touch with him and he's just boring <laughs> him. <laughs> like that's yeah. kind of funny. Happy's like, you can't ghost Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> I love happy. I, I do. I, too. I've always sort of liked happy. I I'm, I'm glad he's still like hanging around the universe. Like, yeah. I think it right. You know, I mean, it helps that he's John Favreau, who I really enjoy. I like him in general, and uh, I like seeing him speak and talk about different things as just as a as an actor, or as a director, person. You know, yeah. and so I mean, he just really really brings a lot to the role. I think you know, but anyway, yeah, that that was so it, it looked very funny. Uh, you know, even the bit part where the the what he's like, I work with Spider Man. You know, you guys, kids, got to get out of here. And they're like, you work for Spider Man. He's like, no, 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 I work with Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I'm yeah. looking forward to because what is the the release date is July, right? Uh, yeah, July. Um, oh, I think it's July. Th- July second. Yeah, so that'll be yeah. cool. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, and I think it's going to answer a lot of questions um, that you may have had from Endgame, like you know, okay, it's five years later. Um, how does that affect everyone? You know, like we kind of kidded around last time. We're like, well, I guess anybody that's in Spider-Man's immediate circle of friends probably got. Uh, snapped away and now they're back so you know they don't have to explain any age differences or anything like that um you know including i guess aunt may and you know, like any his supporting cast must have all gotten God's, snapped right yeah, yeah. but um you know but maybe they'll explain that a little bit more maybe they'll explain how that works maybe you know they could all you say oh yeah wow we have all these people came back now we have the the, the school is like you know the class sizes are huge now because we have all these people coming back or you know they might be able to reference things and sort of fill in the gaps for you know how things work you know what right, I mean? right. yeah who knows you know i mean i guess they're i'd be curious to see with uh, nick fury too like they're kind of have him like i wonder what his role is now because like you know he was all in charge of shield and now i guess he's just kind of doing his own thing I, you know he's not part of shield anymore unless they're totally pretending the tv show doesn't exist right. um you know so i'm just curious i wonder what his role is is he just you know he's just nick fury and does whatever he wants <laughs> <You know? Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably the the case. <laughs> I think I, I think you're right. I think I might be right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I look very looking looking forward to it. You know, it looks good. So, and but then after Endgame, or I'm sorry, after um, Spider-Man: Far From Home, that's it in terms of the Marvel movies. We don't know what else is coming down the road in terms of um, actual titles. So Disney released last week a whole slew of movies that they have scheduled for the next like seven years or something like that. Forget how many movies are in it exactly. But of, of the list on the list, there were eight untitled Marvel projects. So we don't know which movies are coming up, but we know that, you know, there's slots for eight, (laughs) for eight movies in the next, (laughs) like till through 2022. That's what it Uh, comes to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's crazy. Yeah. And, um, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of surprising because we always sort of knew, what was next, right? I mean, yeah, we always that... knew what was coming up. But in this case, like after Spider-Man Far From Home, the next movie is May 1st, 2020, and we don't know what it is. Yeah. 
I mean, there's a lot of, you know, rumors and, um, you know, everybody thinks they know what's coming up um, for at least a couple of the movies or, you know, maybe uh, half of them. But, uh, you know, still you have, you know, I think there's going to be some surprises in there as to what 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 they're going to do. I did hear the rumor I heard is the movie for May of 2020 might be the Black Widow movie. You know, now again, that nothing's been announced. Uh, I'm not even sure if they've officially even announced that there's going to be a Black Widow movie. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I, I know everything's untitled to this point, so I'm not sure what they've announced, what we've kind of are guessing, what we, you know, what's been hinted at. But, you know, like the the rumor mill says Black Widow is, you know, going to get her prequel. And I'm going to guess that might be one sooner than later, I would think. What do we know is sort of in the pipeline? It's we know that Black Panther 2 is is in the right. pipeline. We know that Guardians 3 is in the pipeline. Right. Uh, um, Doctor, Doctor Strange 2 is also right. in the works. And we know there's going to be a Captain Marvel 2, but I would think that's going to be at least a two years i would th- i mean it's we just got captain marvel for the f- this year right so you so would assume it, it's going to be at least a year before we get another yeah i would think more than a year before we get another captain marvel yeah i would think so too and then what do you call it they have uh we mentioned black widow right and then uh the other there's two other ones on my list here the eternals is oh, one of right. their movies. And I don't think we mentioned that in the last podcast when we were sort of going down the list and trying to guess what was coming up. Um, the Eternals, I, to be perfectly honest, I don't really know anything about them other than apparently whatever their origin is, Thanos is considered an Eternal. Okay. So I think it's going to go and sort of explore... Um, there, there's a whole cast of characters and, and they've been starting to announce different actors might be like Angelina Jolie. Apparently is rumored to be part of it. The guy game of Thrones that played Rob Stark's his name. Oh yeah. 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 I, I don't wife. know who Steve is, but I know. Who he is. Yeah. My, my wife likes him. <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> but, my wife does too. She loves yeah. him. But, um, he's apparently going to be up for one of the, one of the roles in the movie, but yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're aliens of some kind. I mean, I, I don't think they're, they're not all purple like Thanos, but I mean, they're, they're aliens and they have some god-like powers that's one of the ones they're developing and i'm just curious what their plans are with that um because yeah, like i said i don't really know much about them uh, you know, yeah. and i really i really in my comic books you know from what i've read i really haven't come across them at all i know there are some a couple series out there that they've been in but i can't tell you too much about them it's interesting that thanos was was an eternal like that's that's kind of that's interests what interests me like it, it kind of Maybe get a little backstory on Thanos would kind of be interesting. Yeah, that it was funny because I was as I was researching and I'm like, okay, Eternals, and I'm okay, they're aliens, and and you know, then the the hook for me was, oh, that's what Thanos is. Okay, and that was like the big hook. I'm like, okay, now now I'm interested. Now you know, right? Yeah, okay, he's bad, but if there there's other guys like him out there that are good, that's that could be interesting. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, of course that brings up the question: Where were they when Thanos was, you know, wiping out the universe? But maybe, <laughs> maybe there's an explanation for that. Or, you know, maybe they, you know, or may, maybe it's a prequel again. Maybe we're going to find out. Oh, the Eternals didn't have a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, right, right, <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So, um, but and then the only other one on the list that I have is, and I'm not sure if I'm going to say it right, but it's Shang Chi, I believe it is, and he is um, an a uh, master of kung fu. Huh. So, from what I understand, he's he doesn't really have powers. He's just a master of kung fu. So, the way it stands right now, they've got two movies slated for 2020. 
They've got a May 1st, 2020 date and a November 6th, 2020. Then they've got three movies slated for 2021. Right. February 12th, May 7th, and November 5th. And then three movies slated for 2022, February 18th, May 6th, and July 29th. So yeah. that's kind of the with it, the lineup. I know that, you know, and I know they like to kind of keep the movies coming out around this, you know, the same type of movie coming out around the same time. Right. And so it looked like, like the Thor movies and Doctor Strange came out in November, if I remember correctly. Yes. Guardians um, was like late summer. The first Guardians was like late summer. Yeah, that was like August because I don't think they. Yeah. I, I don't think they had much confidence. Yeah, they I think they're very worried right. about that one. Yeah, and then it exploded. Yeah, right. So I wonder if that wouldn't be one of the May dates, like Guardians three. I would think because I think Guardians two was a May release. I think. Okay. And you then I mean? yeah, and then February we got Black Panther in February. Right. And Captain Marvel and was Captain also Marvel. February. Right. Right. So yeah, so if you if you go by that logic and you start going through like piecing things together, you can maybe kind of see what what might uh, what might be where. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it'll be it'll just be interesting. I I just I'm just kind of surprised because, like I said earlier, like like at this point we always we always generally know. I mean, we know Spider-Man: Far From Home is the next movie, right. but we sort of have some idea of what's coming what's coming down the the line. You know, we yeah. Have, like two or three movies, we, we sort of know what the next two or three movies are going to be. Um, it's kind of interesting that, you know, we're here we are in May, and next May, we don't know what the, yeah, we, right. what the a new year, Marvel movie is. A year out, right? Usually, right, a year out, they're starting to show trailers already. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and so. it's something just uh, popped in my head, too. I wonder if, uh, you know, if uh, assuming the list of uh, movies we, the hypothetical movies we listed, you know, assuming they're true, I wonder if there isn't an Avengers, uh, would it be five at this point, right? I wonder if there isn't another Avengers movie in the lineup. Well, right, because there's eight spots here. And, and um, I mean, I see now I've heard different things. Like, I've, I heard that they were going, that Marvel was going to move out of the phase, you know, how they did phase one, two, and three. Right. Um, that they were trying to eliminate phases going forward. Um, but then I've, I've seen other people on other internet websites and that kind of thing reference phase four, but like generally speaking, there's about what, six movies in a phase. I mean, phase three was really long, right? But the first two phases were, I think they were each like five and six movies. So this is eight. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, unless they're going to unless they're going to let these movies sort of be their own thing. And then maybe once they get through this not phase or, you know, when, uh, let's say once they get through this little section and maybe start up again, maybe, maybe launch the, fa- the, a new phase with an Avengers movie, something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they, how they have this all, you know, worked out. Yeah. And maybe that's what they're doing now too. Maybe they were so focused on wrapping everything up with Endgame. Maybe that's, they may be, planning things out like okay here are the movies we want to make now we got to figure out what's going to be the overreaching you know right. the story like what what are we going to do here what's what's going to be what's our infinity stones now what's you know what's what what are we also going to work on right right um, you know and then you got to figure that they're also thinking about 
you know, the Fox acquisition, like, okay, they've, and I think they, they said that, you know, there wasn't going to be any, for at least a year, there wasn't going to be any, any kind of integration with the Fox properties that they reacquired. Right. But, um, but you know, maybe in somewhere in here, there's going to be a fantastic four movie, you know, maybe there's going to be an X-Men movie. I would think, I mean, you know, the, the easier one, would be Fantastic Four only because it's you know they're they're self-contained. I mean you know they're they're going to be part of the larger universe, but I mean once you get into the X Men, that it sort of opens up a whole new you know the mutant world and all that's a whole another you know a whole another ordeal. You know the superheroes right. Fantastic Four are pretty straightforward. They would kind of fit in nicely. Um, so I would see, I would, I'm going to guess that we'll see Fantastic Four before we see any X Men stuff, and they probably also want to let. You know, assuming, uh, you know, if I feel bad for the people that worked on the Stark Phoenix movie, I know. And, and even they still have new mutants on the schedule for next year. But you know, I kind of feel bad for them because I think everyone's kind of giving it a collective sh- shrug, you know, sort of like, eh, because they know it's going to get relaunched in the future. Right. So right. that's what I was, you know, that's what I was kind of talking about earlier with the multiverse. I'm like, well, I wonder if that's what they're going to try to do is like, you know, give life to some of these other, uh, you know, other properties that are out there that they own, but that, you know, that maybe, you know, they're going to try to like loop them in to, to help them out type of thing. Maybe. Yeah. It would be a much easier way to explain their presence than having to like do an origin, you know? Yeah. Cause at this, yeah, at this point, I mean, there's already been how many years of X-Men movies. I, I uh, when did that one come out? When did the first X-Men movie come out? Oh, it was like, yeah, it was like early, yeah, late 90s or early late, 2000s. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's almost been like 20 years of X-Men movies. So, right. to go back and like restart that, you know, that's that's going to be, I think that would be a tough sell almost. You know, even if you are reintroducing them um, to the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we know now, you know, I think a lot of people might be like, well, didn't we see this already for the past 20 years? You know, right, like, right, right. So it might be an inter- uh, a different way or uh, it might be a unique way to sort of be like, boop, up oh, here they are, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so in addition to the, the Marvel stuff, we also got an idea how they d- intend to deal with Star Wars moving forward. What we learned is that later this year, in uh, December 2019, we're going to get Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And then we are not going to get another Star Wars movie until 2022, which right. I was really surprised about. I, I was too. I, you know, I, I've thought for sure, you know, that they were going to keep chugging ahead. I, you know, I, I, I think it's, I kind of think it's nice that they're going to take a break. I mean, it's, it's only three years in the grand scheme of things. It's not really that big of a deal. You know, and it's not really that long, but um, uh, you know, I, it might be a nice way to, you know, just sort of take a break, reset everybody. Um, you know, and then we're going to have the, the couple of, you know, the TV shows to hold us over. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, maybe you know, close this chapter out and have a couple of TV shows to carry us through and then come back in 2022 and, and, uh, you know, basically start up all over again. Um, yeah. but what's, what's interesting is we're not, we're not going to get us even in 2022, we're not going to get a star Wars movie every year. We're going to be getting a star Wars movie every other year. Right, so it's, yeah. so it's, we get 2022, 2024, and then 2026. Right. You're right. So the, the, the even years will be star Wars for the, you know, go, for those years anyway. And then they're going to intersperse the odd years then would be the avatar movies. Right. right. So 2021, 
we are finally getting Avatar 2, at least right, right now. <laughs> As of right now, today. Because right. that's another pushback <laughs> last time they said Avatar 2 was coming out. And now that, yeah, so then it's right, it's going to be like, so Avatar 2, 3, 4, and I think, did it go all the way up to 5 or yes. just 4? Did it go to 5? Right. It goes to 5. 2027, so, there's going to be an Avatar 5. They are really banking on Avatar uh, recapturing everyone's imagination. And, um, you know, we kind of not, we'll go back to Star Wars, but just for, for in terms of Avatar, uh, we were saying before the, before we started recording, like I, you know, we saw the movie originally. I enjoyed the, the movie I enjoyed for what it was, uh, the visually and the, the, you know, the 3d and the IMAX and all that. I, I, you know, that was wonderful. And that was really, really cool. Um, but for being as of today, for being the most, um, you know, profitable movie ever made, or I, I should say for being the money, movie that made the most amount of money ever, um, you know, it doesn't seem to have the fan base, like all this other stuff we talk about. Yeah. It's I, and, and this, this really, you know, I, I'm always, I'm always pushing, like, I want these, I want all these movies to do well. I do, you know? Yes. But I'll but I'll be candid. Like Avatar, I never saw Avatar in the theater. That was right around the time we were having very small children, and we just didn't get to the movies that often. And we we decided Avatar was not one of the movies we were going out to the, to the theater to see. Right. So I've never seen this movie. I didn't see the three the three D. I didn't see this movie on the big screen. Um, you know, I watched it in my living room uh, <laughs> on, oh, my, on my HD TV. Yeah. And I have to say, I've never been terribly impressed with it. I mean, it's a, it's okay, it's an okay movie, right? But generally speaking, if I'm scrolling around on the TV and it's on, I scroll right past it. You know, I yeah, it's not a movie I I I love. By you know, I don't hate yeah. it. I don't love it. Right. You know? And that's I mean, I I did see it in the theater and I I, I did experience it and it, it was a fun you know it was a it was a fun cool neat experience to see it in 3D and in IMAX. Um, but I can tell you now, I haven't watched it since. I haven't watched it on my TV. I haven't watched it, you know, at home at, at, by any means. As a matter of fact, I was looking today to see where I could stream it, just out of pure curiosity. I thought maybe I should go rewatch this since we're getting five sequels. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get. I, I mean, I, I hope these movies do really well. I just don't see the fan base that's going to sustain five movies. I mean, I hope it's out there. But. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, you see, you know, Star Wars is is its own, it's its whole other, it's a whole its own animal type of thing. But I mean, like, look at the Marvel movies. You know, it's been you know ten years of all these movies, and you know, kind of it, it's. And I guess it did have the comics to, you know, the comics where the original fans were, and then it, it grew into this whole movie thing. Um, but yeah, these you know these huge franchises now. Um, you know, Avatar, it's, it, you know, it's, it's not there. I, I don't see it, you know, and I mean, really, as unless I'm missing something, like, I don't think there are any comics. I don't think there are any novels. I don't think there's, you know, there's nothing. There's no cartoon series. There's no, right, right. as far as I know. Yeah. Right? There's nothing out there to keep people interested. So, I mean, you know, it's not like kids are going to be like clamoring for more Avatar. Right. I mean, it's, you know, I, I, I'll be curious to see how, how they're going to pull it off. Uh, you might be able to add some insight to this for Animal Kingdom. 
how has Avatar Land been received? You know, the, here's the thing. We, before we went down to Disney World the year Pandora opened, we tried to watch. We were like, oh, well, we should sit and watch Avatar together, right, with the kids. Right. So that they get an idea of what it's all about. You know, we put Avatar in and they were just bored silly. Like, they didn't <laughs> like that movie. Yeah, both of them. They, neither one of them liked it. You know, so they had no interest in the movie. But I will say this. The the Avatar Pandora in Animal Kingdom in Disney World is amazing. I mean, it, oh. it absolutely is amazing. And hands down, the ride that they that they put in Pandora, uh, Flight, Flight of Passage, is hands down one of the best rides in Disney World. Oh. Absolutely. Or experiences. It's it's right. really, really good. Um, they also had they had another ri- ride there, and it's uh, the Navi River Journey. It's good, too. It's it, I mean, it's really impressive. I, I feel like it's kind of short, like it should have been. I feel like it should have been longer. It should have been a oh. long ride. But what what's in there is amazing. So the 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 world of Pandora in Animal Kingdom is really cool, and it's extremely popular. Like that that ride, Flight of Passage, regularly has, you know, two three hour lines. Okay. Um, it's it's real. It's a really cool ride. It's it's kind of you've been on Soren in Disney. Yeah, World, yeah. Okay. And Soren's sort of like a I don't know what do you, what would you call it like a simulator. Yeah, well, it's like you're supposed to be hang gliding, right? We're supposed so to be hang gliding, like, right? Yeah, and like Flight of Passage is sort of the same concept, except they take the 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 things that sort of take you out of Soren and they eliminate them for Flight of Passage, right? So that you really do feel like you're supposed to be riding a banshee through, you know, on 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 the planet of Pandora. When they do like the big dips and stuff like that like you feel like you're like holy crap i can't believe it <laughs> you're like holding on for dear life because it really feels like you're, you're doing it but it, so it, it they did it really well like pandora and, and animal kingdom they did really well but I, even then it's it's but it's not an experience that you need to see the film for okay you know what i'm saying like you right. can go to pandora and just have a great time and never have seen Avatar. Right. Because, yeah, I guess, right, if you're on the ride, you're like, oh, I'm riding some monster thing or whatever, and you're just having a good time that way. You can actually absolutely go in there with that, with no context of the film and still have an amazing time. And I, th- I think that's how they, they did it. But, you know, I just I just wonder, like, you know, I know, now I know that when they built Pandora in Disney World, they there are what they call expansion pads, around oh, are, oh. so that they can build it out oh i didn't know that okay and um no i don't know how much or anything like that but i just know they're there you know so if these movies are a success then maybe they'll expand pandora a little bit you know oh, make it right. relevant to the films i don't know yeah i know what you're saying right hmm I guess it's hard to judge because the they did such a nice job with the the parks that with the amusement end of it that it's hard to judge if are people showing up there because they love the movie or are they showing up because it's a pretty cool ride. I think see, and that's what it, I think it's they're showing up because it's a it's a it's a really good ride. Yeah, and yeah. What will be really interesting is because I you know personally they started building Pandora shortly before like they announced it and they started building it shortly before they made the Lucasfilm acquisition. 
Right, I do remember that, yeah. And, you know, because everybody was like, oh, they should be building Star Wars land. No, don't worry about this Pandora. So I've I've always sort of felt like Pandora is sort of a test testing ground for what they really want to do in Star Wars land. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, what I think is that they're going, that the technology they use for that flight of passage ride is basically the same technology they're going to use for the Millennium Falcon ride. I mean, it's going to be different because you're going to be in the cockpit. You're not supposed to be feel like it's an individual experience, but right. it's going to be the same kind of experience you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Flight of Passage when Star Wars land opens. You know what I'm saying? Like, our are, are people are just going to be like, well, forget that. This is what I really want. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it'll, it'll be interesting. Uh, yeah. I, I just think the Avatar stuff is interesting. I mean, they it's like you said, they're, they're really like kind of doubling down on Avatar. So I hope it works out for them. I, I don't see the, you know, that there's a fan base for this. And, you know, and when this first movie comes out, like, the original Avatar movie came out in 2009. It's going to be more than <laughs> more than yeah. 10 years since the original movie came out. And they're going to finally put us a sequel out. I mean, I, I hope it works out. I do. Yeah, I, I do too. But you figure right, any kids that did see it and did fall in love with it, I mean, it's 10 years later. So, I mean, you know, they, they'll go see it, but it's not... Um, you know, it's not like they're going to be there to, to buy the toys to, to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they, how they handle that. But um, yeah. So, but I, to, for go back to star Wars though. So they um, did announce for the, uh, so we have these after the rise of Skywalker, we have these next three movies um, and they announced that the game of Thrones guys are going to be doing, this is going to be, uh, we're not sure if it's going to be their trilogy or if it's just, they're going to get the first movie. It's a little bit, seems to be a little bit up in the air. I've heard, um, you know, initially we heard that they were getting a trilogy, but when they're uh, talking about it now, they were just talking about the first film. So I'm not sure if they're just playing it, playing it safe or if they're just, you know, it just didn't happen to, you know, if they're just focused on the first movie, right. I'm not sure what, what they're getting at. Yeah, uh, and I, and yeah. I've, I mean, I've read that, that, like, I wonder if it's not a fan thing. We, we, we think it's star, a star Wars fan thing. Like we think in terms of, of trilogies when you're talking about star Wars movies, you know, like right, we've yeah. sort of been taught that. Right. Yeah. And, um, but, but now like I, what I've heard is that, that Disney and Lucasfilm want to move away from the trilogy model and move more towards like how they're, how they did the Marvel movies where it's just like a, a series of films that are connected. You know, there's not necessarily a, you know, a, a, a beginning, middle, and end, you know? You know, there's been a lot of conflicting theories out there about whether these are trilogies or whether they're going to be single movies and how it all, who who has a trilogy and who doesn't and that kind of stuff. Well, one of the things we were thinking, too, is that you're going to have to help me out. The, the Game of Thrones guys are, what's their names again? Benioff and Weiss. Benioff and Weiss, okay. One of the things we were kind of kidding around about is after um, after Solo, I shouldn't even say that the movie the movie was I really liked the movie, but um, after its poor performance, maybe uh, Disney's playing it a little safe and saying, "All right, uh, Benioff and Weiss, here's your first movie, you know, and if it does well, then you get the second movie." Right. It could be something of that nature, you know, as instead of just rolling right in and being like, all right, okay, three movies, here we go. I mean, right. you know, if, if, if 2022 rolls around and that first movie does not do well, you know, they may be, they may very well be like, we're shifting gears and we're going to do it fast, you know? Right. I, I guess it would be very hard to, to, 
you know, to really go in and at, in, at this stage of the game in terms of how important these movies are to the bottom line for Disney, uh, you know, take a, take away everything else. I mean, they're very important tentpole movies. And I mean, to just hand, to hand some creators, you know, here are three of them. Yeah, right. that, that, that's a big risk. Um, and we've seen Lucasfilm. I mean, they're not shy about, you know, they'll, they'll get rid of people if things aren't going how they think they should be going in terms of directors. I mean, they've did it, you know, done it twice now. Right. You know. And I, and I think that's partially the issue with Ryan Johnson, right? Because Ryan Johnson, they announced before last Jedi came out that Ryan Johnson was getting a trilogy. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah and, they, de- they definitely said that. Yes. And then The Last Jedi came out, and, and you know, whether you loved The Last Jedi or whether you hated it, you, you can't deny that there were, there was problems, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> you know, like the fandom was not happy, and, and, and like the movie, I don't think the movie performed as they expected it to perform. You know, so now they, but they had already announced that he was getting a trilogy. So I don't know, like maybe they're, they're trying to avoid that kind of a situation again. Like say, you know what, like you, you were saying, you, let, let, you put the first movie out let's see how it does. And then we'll right. talk about what, what's yeah. going on in the future, you know? Yeah. Well, right. Cause I mean, if you look at even going back to the original star Wars trilogy, it's like, you know, George did, uh, you know, a new hope. He did the first star Wars, you know, and that movie, if it didn't do well, was it still a complete movie? There wasn't a cliffhanger or anything. It was just like, okay, here's a nice, fun space adventure. And, you know, and it, say it was a moderate success that, that you wouldn't have needed anything else. But then it, it was huge. And then they said, let's do a sequel. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe that's what they're thinking. They're like, all right, we're going to do, you know, come in. You guys get your first shot of this. I mean, I, for a movie coming out every two years, though, it's got, it's, it, I can't see them reacting that quickly. You know, like if, if the movie comes out and it doesn't do well, like by the time it doesn't do well, they're already well into the second movie, you would assume. Right. You know, with a two year schedule. So, yeah, but maybe that gives them time to adjust or I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's all, yeah, it's, it's all, all up in the air. You know, I do hope that if these, with these three movies being announced, I do hope that there are some sort of, you know, even if it's loosely connected, I do hope it's some sort of trilogy. Like, you know, one of my fears was when they were announcing the Game of Thrones guys and Ryan Johnson, I was afraid that it was going to be like, you know, episode one of Game of Thrones guys. And then the next year was going to be Ryan Johnson's episode, his, you know, his first right, of right. his trilogy. And then I think, you know, the, the, we would be able to keep it straight. No problem. But the general audience, I think it would be like, what is happening? I am so confused because I know um, even people that went and saw uh, Rogue One after The Force Awakens thought that Jin Ursa was Rey. You know, right, like, right, right. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, to, to us being the geeks we are, you're like, how, how is that possible? What are you talking about? You got But you got to remember, not everyone is, you know, <laughs> in right. touch with this stuff on a daily basis. And a lot of people were very confused. Like, you know, wh- wh- who is this? We, wait, th- you know, how come she doesn't have the Force? <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. I mean, I, I said that's, I, I think that was part of Solo's problem. Um, you know, I think this, this time jumping back and forth where, like you're saying, I, I don't have a problem with it and I kind of like it, but I, I think like, you know, the general public are like, well, we're going to, okay, well, how is this guy Han Solo? He's, you know, didn't he die in the last movie I saw? <laughs> like, right. You know, exactly. Right? And I think this, right. this time jumping is, is maybe not the best way to go. Right. You know? I, and yeah, I would hope that, 
um, right. They, if they're going to do this, it's like, all right, you have your TV shows and they can be set in, you know, in a different time periods or whatever, because, but they're on a different platform and they're, they're, it's like a show. So it's different. You know what I mean? It's like broken out. Like, and the movies, when you go to see the movie, it's straightforward. It's like, all right, here we are. Here's where I'm at. And this right. is the movie yeah, for the next, you know, six years or whatever, you know, this is where I'm going to be living like, uh, time wise. Right. Know. And, you know, and, and I, I love it. Like, I love that we saw Rogue One. I love that we saw the, the you know, solo, you know, that they went back and we saw that stuff. Um, but I just, you know, for the, for the, you know, general movie going public who aren't super fans, they, I think they need a more linear story. Yeah. And I, able to get yeah. into it, you know, and, and, and I will say, I hope that whatever they do for these next movies, I hope they bring the crawl back. You know I mean? I, I hope yeah. for these, cause I think the crawl is the, the perfect place uh, to me that the crawl, that's how you open a star Wars movie. You know, and for to not have that for the other two, I thought was lacking. But it's also the perfect place to be able to explain to the the general audience, here's where we are. You know, like right. you, you know the you know the you know, oh, it's you know Han Solo. I, you know what I mean? Like you could just oh, it's it's basically hey, this is the story of young Han Solo. And, you know, you're not you're gonna say it in a more creative way than that. But then the audience right away is like, oh, okay. You know, or you can even say in the events before a new hope, Han Solo started out. Oh, oh, this is what it, you know, it just sets it yeah. up for everybody. Yeah, so, it gives it, it gives it all some context. Yeah. Or like even the, with the um, uh, Benioff and Weiss's trilogy was rumored. I have no, you know, no confirmation, but there's rumors that it's going to be like the old Republic, like, you know, a thousand years before the original Star Wars or whatever. If that were to happen, it, the, the opening crawl should be like, you know, a thousand generations before Darth Vader. Yeah, right, and then right. and then go into your spiel, you know. But just to just to set it up, and and you know, it's it's not, you know, it's not going to take anybody out of the movie because it's words on the screen. Like it's a, you already it's it's a built-in you know device right there. It's like all right, you got them here. You're going to tell them what's going on right here, you know. Anyway, yeah. so that being said, um, if they do have the old Republic, um, you know, I, I don't know much about that era. I you know, I I, I think I played some of the video games. I think I may have read some of the comics, but like. Um, nothing, you know, uh, I'm kind of wide open to that. Cause I'm like, all right, well, you know, it's a thousand generations before you, you know, you got to kind of got a blank slate there for me as far as I'm concerned. So in terms of the old Republic, um, you know, I'm kind of wide open to anything. I, you know, I don't know that much about that era. So, you know, it's kind of a blank slate for me. Uh, you know, just, all right, uh, you know, I'm in, you know, go nuts. Let's see what you got, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I'm ex- I'm interested to see where they go with that. I mean, I, you know, I know there was that old Republic game. I was never really into it. Uh, I tried playing it and I didn't get it, but, <laughs> yeah. but like, you know, or, yeah, it's not that I didn't get it, but the, the, those games just aren't, those open world games are just not for me. Yeah. Um, well, appar- apparently before that old Republic game, there were other old Republic games, which were more like a linear were more yeah. like, you know, and I think I played so, like one of them. I remember one of them won like everybody was ranting and raving. I was like, the, it won the game of the year and all this stuff. And I think I did play through some of that. Um, but um, you know, like the they took the designs and sort of like reverse engineered them. So like there's R two units that are like more boxy and right. and not as rounded as R two. And um, you know, there's there's stuff like that. But then there's also like apparently if it's a thousand years ago, there's like the rule of the Sith, the the rule of two didn't exist yet. So there's like tons of Sith running around and like tons of Jedi and like these big battles and armies. Right, and, right, right. And so that, that little sort of lends itself to the game of Thrones guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
So, so I, you know, maybe they're going to tell the story of, of how the rule of two came to be or, you know, or, or something, I, you know, I don't know. I, I really, I hope they tell a story first and if they backfill some information, that's great. But, you know, I mean, I, I and maybe we'll get some like Darth Plagueis and like some of these Darths that we've always heard about, you know? Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, from the com or from the uh, video game, I know there's like there's like a Darth Bane, there's Darth Plagueis. I know for he's the Emperor's guy, you know, the guy that trained the Emperor. But yeah, um, there's a one of them, Darth Ni- Nihilus or something like that. It's like they've got like a white face with these black lines on it. It's like a face plate type of thing. But it, it always visually struck me as very interesting. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff there to work with. It's just a matter of uh, what they choose to do with it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they where they head. Yeah, stuff. But speaking of we, speaking of Benioff and Weiss, maybe we should just get into Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Right. So, um, as then, we're as we're speaking, we have one episode left. Yes. So, so yeah. yes, if you so if you are not caught up, we're going to spoil everything up until this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We don't know anything. Now we haven't seen. We don't. I, we haven't read any spoilers for the final episode, so we're not right. going to talk about any of that. But if you have, if you're not caught up, don't listen at this point. Just come back after you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, so yeah, so the the second to last episode was on uh, this past Sunday. You know, we're all, we're all caught up. Uh, you know, I guess we'll get into it. What did you think? I mean, it's really, it's like, I, I do want to see it again. I've only seen it once. I mean, I liked it, you know, right. uh, I really liked it a lot that I, I think, you know, I mean, I, I know there's been a lot of criticism online. A lot of people are really unhappy about various things that are going on. I think the argument, I think there's, there's a valid argument to say this season has been rushed. Right. Yes. Like I think that's that's a very valid argument. I mean, it's I think it's very clear after, you know, going through this show for seven, eight years or however long it's been, you know, and how they kind of like the stories were just, you know, they, they they took their time with the story. And, you know, and a lot of that was, I guess, was based on the source source material. It's clear that this season is really rushed, like they've got things they've got to get done and there's so much they have to get done. They've got to like jam pack all of these episodes with it, with everything. So it's kind of like you watch the episode and, and you're just like, Oh my God, what just happened? Like, (laughs) (laughs) like I, you know, like you really do. Like, I feel like you, I need to see it at least twice to kind of really get my arms around what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because the uh, when the show was uh, say when the show was on its prime, well, you know, even then, so much happened in an episode, you know, it, it, back then, and so now it's just they've taken it and it's just they've just pushed it so far, like you know, the the pedal to the metal, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like they've just right. pushed it so far ahead. And I don't, it, you know, we we're kind of saying before we started recording, I don't know if it's a style choice if it's supposed to feel f- like. So, like, we're saying rushed, but I wonder if they are like, let's just go nonstop. Let's just go. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I don't know if it's a if it's a a storytelling choice. I don't know if they said, you know what, we went out of here. We, you know, from a creative standpoint, they're like, we're going to do six of these and we're going to get this done because we got others. We got uh, we got a Star Wars to make. <laughs> you know, right. like, so I'm curious. I want to know why is it so rushed. Because, I mean, you know, it definitely feels like with a lot of the story 
elements that are happening, we almost need a little bit of time to not, not necessarily breathe, but just, um, just time the processor or like time to see what's going on or, you know, maybe it wouldn't be so jarring. Like, so the, the, the episode that was just on, um, uh, Danny, uh, Daenerys, um, you know, she attacks King's Landing. They ring the bells. I think attacks they, is a generous term. Well, oh, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So they, they launch their attack and they're, they basically have one. They ring the bells of the city saying, we surrender. And then she snaps and bur- like basically bur- with the dragon burns the city to the ground. They're taking out, they show her taking out women, children. You know what I mean? She just loses her mind. Um, and you know, that was very jarring for some people, especially when you go online, if you look at some of people are you know, saying and stuff, um, you know, to me, it didn't seem, it wasn't a, that, it wasn't that big of a stretch for me. If, you know, seeing her over the seasons, I didn't think it was that big of a stretch, but it just felt like it felt rushed. It felt like we could have used a, a little bit more right. development. Well, I think, just, yeah. yeah. I think it was like the descent into madness occurred over like two episodes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like I yeah. mean, there's always been like little clues that maybe she's, you know, she needs to be pulled back from the edge occasionally. Right. But then, like, the full on, like, crazy all happened in like two episodes. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, and, and um, I don't even know the character's name, but when they killed uh, on top of the castle, when they killed her, like, second in command, Masanda. Uh, Masanda. Okay. When they kill her, you see she turns around and she's furious. Right. And you can tell you so there you can you can see it, but it almost yeah, and then she goes and like locks herself in her room and like, you know, Varius is trying to poison her, but like she's not eating, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. So like you can sort of see it there, but like she when she deals with Tyrion, I don't know, like right. You don't feel like I feel like she's upset. I don't feel like she's like mad, right. like not mad, angry, but mad. I, I don't feel like she's gone crazy yet. And right. so I don't, you know, I really don't know when that, like, you know, and if it just, you know, it linearly, where does that, where does she snap? You know, right. what, you know is it just and, in the heat of battle? I mean, they do show her perched on the dragon sitting there for, while the bells are ringing for a few minutes. And then you could, just, you know, then she's like, nope. And decides to burn it down. Right. You know, and it's, and it's even like Varys. All of a sudden, this season. Now, Varys has been with her for how many years now, right? Yeah, a couple, and right. All and and even last season, I don't think we got any hint that he had any kind of doubts about her, right? I don't think. I don't so. remember if, yeah. if, that, if that if there was that. I mean, I think I think there was that moment last season where she she burns the Tarleys to death, right? But, and that was clearly a, a a a sign, like, hey, you know, she took it a little far there, right? But that wasn't it wasn't Varys that was upset about that. It was more Tyrion. And yeah, that's like, right. I never really got a sense that like Varys had any questions about her. But then, as this season opens, it was like, well, we we need to, Varys to start questioning her, you know. And there's really no necessarily reason why you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. just like well we, we need that for the story so we got to get him to start questioning her you know right 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 and if they had had you know uh, if they had had a full season or if they had t- if were able to take their time you know over the course of a couple episodes you could have seen him you know 
in in the shadows or sort of watching and you just to give you an idea like watching Jon Snow and be like wow this guy's a, a good guy and watching her and be like oh I, you know I'm really starting to question her right. uh, you know it is like whiplash though whereas now it's like oh okay he doesn't like her anymore you know yeah, because get the Battle of Winterfell, she was was very normal, right? I mean, I mean, she was yes. at that point she was upset because John had just told her, oh right, yeah, about his his lineage, right? But other than that, she was kind of like the Danny we always known, right? You know, and yeah. it was just all of a sudden she just you know she's just got got you know, and I I know it's you know. Jorah, you know, the, I, I mean, I think they set it up in the story, but, you know, we heard, heard Jorah Mormont dies. Well, true, Miss, right. Miss Sunday dies. So she's, she's feeling isolated. And then, you know? well, and then, yeah, then I guess in, in that episode, um, before they go to a battle, like Jon Snow basically is like, you know, she like tries to kiss him and he just shuts her down. Like, he's just kind of like, basically like, I, I can't do this. You're my, you know, you're my aunt. Like, he never comes down. I wish almost wish he had said it because like he, he didn't say it, but you know, like he kind of rebuffs her affections. Right. Um, and she, and then she said something to the extent of, she goes, well, f- I guess, uh, you know, about ruling and she goes, well, f- I guess it'll be fear. It is then, or something like that. Right. Right. You know? And, and so maybe that was a bigger clue than we realized that, that she feels like, well, you know what? I'm, I, these people aren't going to love me, so they're going to fear me. Right. You know? so I probably, yeah, probably should watch it again. Cause really there might be a parallel there where it's like, you know, John won't love her. And if you take that and sort of, take it to the people and the same thing. Well, the people won't love me, so I'll make them fear me. I, yeah. I don't right, know. Right. You know, that was kind of jarring. Like, like I'll say this about the season. I think the actors are bringing it right. Oh, like the acting yeah. is, is fantastic. This season, the, the, the shows are, are great. Like the battle of Winterfell was amazing. I mean, the one, you know, problem I had with that was that, you know, it was sort of like eight seasons of buildup about this Night King and then he was gone in a, in an episode. But it's yeah. another one of these, like, it's rushed. Everything is it, is just, well, we got to get this Night King dead so that we can get the King's Landing and deal with Cersei. Yeah. And, and that's like, how I kind of feel like, you know, so I don't think it's the, it, it's any, I don't think it's anything other than the writing this season i think that the writing is just really like we got to get this done you know yeah 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 and like i said i don't know what the reasoning for it is it's like why you know like why like the whole night king and that whole sequence like you know it was over within like the first what three episodes this season it it was and then it was over and done with and i mean you know that could have been an entire season really they could have really right you know, uh, you know, not necessarily slowed it down in a bad way, like you know, because you want things to move at a clip. I understand wanting things to move at a quicker pace, but um, yeah, like you know, it just it was very. It was like, oh, they're here. Oh, they're attacking. Oh, it's over. And I'm right. just like, oh, oh, that that you know, and it seemed very anti anticlimactic as well. You know, right. how I and felt it, with that. And I was fine. Like, I mean, I I loved that it was Arya. Like, and oh, that yeah. and that all made sense. You know, yeah. when, you, when you look back, like it was fine, but it was just, it, you know, I, I'm like, my issue with that was that it was like, here we've had eight seasons of buildup about how, like, this is the ultimate enemy, right? You know, the, yeah. the, the army of the dead is, is the enemy, the enemy of all enemies, you know? Right. And, and, and we, you know, here, and, you know, and we, they finally break through the wall at the end of last season and in, you know, like they're finally a threat. Like they, they're finally here. They're finally like, you know, an actual threat, not like a theoretical threat 
threat. Yeah. And and then they're gone in like three three episodes. Know, right? like, like three like three episodes in, they're gone. And I was like, oh, well, and I always right? thought it, and I always thought it was weird. Like uh, I know they established that the um, dragon glass and the um, Valerian steel could kill the White Walkers and the um, uh, the White Walker like the generals. I'm not sure what their their real name is, but right. um. Yeah, you know, so I, all that was established, but I was kind of surprised that it was able to kill the Night King. Like, I kind of figured he was, like, you know, immune to that. Or I, I, I figured, you know what I mean? Like, it, it just felt, like, too easy. It felt like they should have had, like, like a super special weapon to kill him, you know? Or like, right, right, right. You know, or, like, at the end when, like, not not that I liked how Arya killed him. I, I liked that whole sequence. But, like, when she showed up with a dragon when and Danny, you know, when she went to burn him with a dragon or whatever, like, it seemed like maybe that could have killed him. Like, because, you know what I mean? Like, it, it seemed like it needed to be something major. Like, something not not that killed everybody. Not that would work on the other ones, you know? Right, right. Or, yes. I, and, and I am curious. You, I, what did he... Why did the Night King want Bran? Like, why was he coming after him? And this is the part it, I, I think is really unclear because as I under, he's going after Bran because he wants the eternal night or something like that. And as long as Bran is the three eyed Raven or whatever, um, he can't have the eternal night oh. or the eternal winter or whatever it is. And, and that's, I guess the impetus for him going after Bran, but it's not really, explained all that well right yeah you know why yeah. he why he wants bran and i and i and i and i do think like you know like bran is still around and he's super weird but he's still around right and i, I think there's a there's a he's gonna play some role before this is all over that's what i think i i, I would don't hope, know what yeah. but i think he's gonna play some role I would hope so, like, because as it is now, it seems like, um, you know, for the final episode coming up, obviously, it seems like John and and Daenerys are going to have, they're going to fight, you know, I mean, that's going to be their, like, they're going to, at the end of the episode, it almost makes me feel like that they're like, oh, my God, we got to take this, take her out, she's crazy. Yeah. Um, So I would hope that, uh, you know, everybody they left up in Winterfell and Sansa and and Bronn and even the... um, What's the the wildling guy? You know, he's like, oh, I'm going to take him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to take him back. You know, like, so it's almost like he needs to bring everybody back for like one final battle or something. But yeah, yeah, it's you know, I hope they do do use Bran for something. If not, it was like it was again very anticlimactic after all the build up to that. It's like, oh yeah, he didn't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's almost like I mean, I really thought this season was going to be um, like pretty much the battle with the, the army of the dead. Right. Like I thought that was going to be the entire season. And then, and then they were going to settle that where they weren't the army of the dead. May, like I was thinking maybe the army dead reach King's landing. Like that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. I, and I'm just, and, and, they, and they've sort of been a footnote. Yeah, know, yeah. Really in this whole season. Well, yeah, as this season was breaking down early on, I was very surprised to see that we were getting the, you know, the White Walkers, that they were going to be like, you know, you could see it coming. They were going to be the first part of the season. And I was even surprised by that because I thought like they started the show with them as the ultimate threat. So I almost thought I'm like, oh, 
I I kind of figured that maybe they would deal with Cersei and King's Landing first and then have the ultimate battle with the White Walkers as like sort of the end of the show. Right. I, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm not sure. You know, I don't know. All all those being said, I mean, I am enjoying the final season. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, everything's been, you know, it's been great. It's been visually very pleasing. I, I am, you know, at the end of the show, I like even last week I'm like, "Oh my god, that's crazy." I I'm definitely entertained. Yeah, it's just it's just a slightly disappointing that it just is that is just rushed, you know. Just if yeah. it, it, and I don't necessarily know if it has to be like I, you know, again, I'm not sure if that's a what, what the reasoning behind it is, and and yeah. maybe that maybe that'll come out somewhere along the way, right? And I think it might. My understanding is, I mean, at least as far as I've read, I don't know how accurate it is, but that HBO was kind of like, you guys can do ten seasons if you want. We're bad. Well, we're behind you. Yeah. Um, and we'll give you the money for it, right? Because I, I think Game of Thrones is just bringing in like crazy amounts of money for that. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, so I, I, I don't think it was HBO telling them it had to be truncated season. I think it was the cast and the, you know, and it'll be interesting. You know, and I'm sure, I mean, we know that Benioff and Weiss is, they're, they're working on this new Star Wars mo- um, movie. You know, I'm, I'm sure that's a factor, but you, you, you got to wonder, I mean, the cast is probably ready to move on. They've probably got things lined up. You know, I mean, uh, uh, what's it? Sansa is going to, what's whoever the actress's name is. I can't re- think of it off the top uh, of my head. Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner. She's in dark Phoenix. I think Maisie right. Williams is in the, that, that other. Uh, yeah, she's in uh, new mutants. She's going to be new in mutants that. Community. You know, so they, I think they, you know, these, the actors probably all have stuff lined up too. So maybe that's part of it. It'll, it, you know, I mean, it's, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it, I mean, I, like you said, I'm enjoying, like, I, I mean, that episode last week as, as much as I felt like it was rushed and, and there were, you know, I had a couple little problems here and there, but like, man, that, that, um, sequence of, of Arya getting out of trying to get, escape from King's Landing on the ground while the dragon's flying overhead and burning everything. That was some of the best TV I've ever seen. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was it was just really. I mean, that's like that's like cinematic quality, you know, stuff, right? Right. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Between right between her escaping, um, and then intermixed with the the hound and the mountains fight. Oh, I mean, well, there's yeah. that there's that great shot of like the cameras kind of looking up the steps, and the two of them are getting ready to fight and the, the wall's gone and the dragon flies by and you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you're like, this is, it was really, really something to see. I was yeah. really, I mean, it was really, really well done. And I think one of my very favorite moments in all of game of Thrones was when they, they all get, they all meet on the stairs and, <laughs> and the hound dispatches all the guards and it's just the mountain the Hound and Cersei, and Cersei's like, I'm just gonna leave you two to this. <laughs> just, just like, I've just gotta go. Are you guys, right. <laughs> right. I'm just gonna walk right by. Just, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> like, that was such a great moment. That, yeah, that was. Yeah, and well, we didn't even talk about um, and then uh, Cersei and Jamie's apparent death. Uh, you know, the castle collapses on them at the end. Um, you know, what did you think of that? They were, like, I know a lot of people were really, really, I guess, wanted to see Cersei really get killed. <laughs> you know, really yeah. like killed, I mean, but I, good. 
I'll say that I've been saying, I mean, I love, I've, I've, I've come to love Jamie. Um, he, he was sort of, sort of became one of my favorite characters. I loved his sort of arc and I, I, I really felt like, you know, his end is going to be killing his sister. Right. Yeah. Like after that, that whole thing and the, and the little story he tells Brienne and when they're in the hot tub and, you know, about how he had to kill the king and why he killed the king. Right. Um, I was like, he's going to do it again. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to be the Kingslayer again and he's going to kill his sister. Um, so, I mean, I kid, I'm not going to say I was disappointed. I mean, I, that's what I was expecting to happen and it didn't at all. Right. So I don't like to say I was disappointed, but I would have liked to have seen his arc, you know, in that way, you know? Yeah. I, I, I and I agree with that. I, I, I you, you, but it's also classic game of Thrones. Cause you right. expect, you expected it to go that way. Like, you know, you, you almost, cause he, he was basically a good guy, Jamie. And so, you know, like, you're like, oh, he's going to kill his sister. Oh, he's a good guy. And then he's, you know, he says to Brianna, the, uh, you know, when he leaves her, he's like, oh, no, I, I, um, what, what's he say? He is Cersei's um, cold hearted and so am I. Or something. Yeah, he's like, yes. hateful and so am I. Yeah. And then you realize you're like, oh, my God, this guy, like, you know, like, you know, all this, all this development, all this. Uh, we thought he was changing all this time. And he, he basically he can't. He's, you know, he just, just he, he, Right. He's yeah. You know, he he. So I read somewhere somebody was comparing him. He's like a drug addict. You know, like you know. I mean, he like as much as he wants to walk away and leave Cersei, he just can't. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's what, yeah. somebody. I, I was listening to a different podcast uh, today, and they were saying, you know, um, a lot of times in life, you know, y- y- even though you know, you know, it's like a fl- it's a flaw of of our of our nature, right? Like, even though you know something is bad for you, you keep going back to it, you know? Right, and, yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, you, you fall into habits that you know are not great habits, you know? And, and, and it's just kind of like a thing of human, you know, of human nature. And that's, that's kind of what played out there. Yeah. So it, and, it, but it's like you said, it, it's not, you know, nothing we've seen, I guess is is really outside of of what Game of Thrones has done up to this point. Like they always they always do the unexpected, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that's what we're seeing play out this this season. It's just I don't know. It just feels real. Like some of it doesn't. Where as before, I felt a lot of it was earned. You know, like this season, it seems like that a lot of it is just rushed because they needed to. They needed to. You know, like for example, the 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 big example I I I can think of is is the the death of Rhaegal, the the dragon. Yeah, right. Like that. That is is sort of a quintessential example of what of how I feel like they had to get this. You know, they that they did that to get the story moving forward, not because it made sense for the story. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. Like they needed, they needed her to only have one dragon. So they, they found a reason to kill Rhaegal so that she only had one dragon in this episode. Yeah. And, but really wouldn't it have made more sense to just have her, have her have the two dragons and then just kill him during this battle. Right, you right, and actually that 
you know, now uh, now we're going to pick it apart. But like if that had happened in the heat of battle and then they were able to take him down, that would have maybe explained more so why she snapped. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, okay, you know, she's, she lost uh, George. She lost, uh, uh, what, what's her name? Masande. Um, Masande. She lost uh, Masande. Um, and then she loses the dragon in the battle right. or something like that. While she's yeah. watching, like if they, if she had seen it happen, you know, like it could have maybe explained how she snapped a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. She considers them her children, right? Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. um, well, and I did see, I saw somebody joking around, but they're like, what's up with Daenerys? Like, you know, the, the, the crossbows, the, the scorpion things take out her one dragon and like, you know, she, she, uh, flies the other one down and, but then has to break off the attack so they don't shoot him too. And then this episode, she's like Tom, they said, she's like Tom Cruise all of a sudden, like, you know, zipping around on her dragon. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and you know, like it was funny. Cause I thought I did think that like, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Why is she so like, you know, last episode, it was such a big deal. Like, Oh my God, they're taking, they're knocking dragons out of the sky. And I, I understand it was the element of surprise and all that. But, um, you know, suddenly this episode, she's like zipping around and doing all this crazy stuff with her dragon. You're like, oh, right. And like, the- I mean, I was sort of thinking like they've probably got more of those scorpions, uh, you know, all around King's Landing than they did on the on those on on the the ships. Yeah, yeah. So you would think that, you know, I, I don't know. I, that's 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 one of the things that that bothered bug, yeah. me about this episode. Right. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, there was a lot of things I really liked. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, but that that one thing, I'm like, well, how did they knock a dragon? And, you know, and, I, and like you're saying, OK, I guess it was the element of surprise. But like there were a lot of things flying at that dragon and they all hit their mark, it seemed like. Yeah. And, you know, and, and last week they couldn't hit anything. <laughs> <laughs> they well, were like, yeah, up there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, what's funny is when, um, you know, I'm terrible with the names, but when, you know, the, the guy on the ship, the, Euron. uh, thank you. Uh, star. So like when Euron's on the ship and, you know, you see him and he's like looking around and he knows something's going on, but you know, you're not quite sure it's going to happen. I really thought because of the previous episode, when she couldn't, strike them because of all the scorpions i really thought that they were going to come up from underwater you know i i thought because like i'm like well how you know and i thought he was like he's looking at the sky and all this stuff and i thought the dragon was going to come up from underwater and just you know come up surprise everybody and just start you know doing that and uh you know what i mean so that was one of the rare cases where i'm like oh man i think i liked my version better Because as it was, she just kind of came out of the sky and you're like, well, wait a minute. Last week they were, you know, last week they were taking dragons out left and right. I mean, I guess, I guess she surprised them this week, but it's still, it was, you know. Right. Cause it wasn't like they hit that dragon once. Yeah. Right. They hit it like four or five times. And it right. was like the, the last week they couldn't hit anything. So I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. that was one of the things I was kind of like, yeah, that's a little, that's a little uh, iffy right there that, that, you know. I mean, I loved it. The spectacle was amazing. Oh, but, like, yeah. I kept right. expecting, I was like, why is this dragon still alive? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it, when it was, though, lastly, when, um, when they were down in the crypts before it became apparent that they were going to get killed or buried alive or whatever happens to them, we'll find out next week, truly, I guess. Yeah. 
but um you know the, the dragon skulls were down there and i i thought for a minute um that the original scorpion thing remember like whatever season it was they showed it down there and they showed it like shoot a dragon skull and you know right and for a brief minute when they were down there and all that i thought i'm like they're gonna bring the I thought they were going to bring the original out or something and take the dragon out with that, you know. Okay, right. But yeah, but they didn't. And and but then again, right. If if I was expecting that, then I'm sure other people were, so that's probably why they didn't do it, you know. Right, right. But I'm I'm just like it'll be interesting to see how this is good cuz I really have no no idea where they're going next week. No. I mean I I mean I think clearly that you're going to have a bunch of people trying to take Danny out. Right. Um you know, it's it's just going to be interesting how it all plays out next week. Uh, I'm excited about it, but I I uh, I mean, do you think Cersei and J- Jamie and Cersei are dead? Right, that's got to have happened. I yeah, I think so. I mean, um, if they aren't, I I should say, if it was any other season, I would maybe second guess it. But the way the clip this season's moving, I don't think they have time to fake you out. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. You know, even with we were saying earlier about the Night King, I I was wondering, I'm like, oh, I wonder if he's really dead. You know, but it's you know he's unless he's going to make a surprise appearance in this last episode, um, without any other you know without any foreshadowing or whatever. I mean, I think it's just you know that's what happened, and here we go. We're keep, we're rolling on. You know. Right, so right. I would be surprised if Jamie and Cersei are, if they're alive, I will be shocked, you know? Yeah. And Jamie, I mean, Jamie was, you got to figure Jamie was mortally wounded. Anyway, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's, yeah, cause I know there's some people like, oh, they didn't die. They, so a lot of, some people think Euron's still alive. Um, you know, cause you didn't actually see him die. Right. Um, yeah. But, but I, I mean, don't think- yeah. Like and at saying, this I don't point, think they have time for that kind of nonsense. I think that's what I right at this point. What purpose are they going to serve? I mean, you know what I mean? Like th- they pretty clearly set it up that it's now John versus Danny. Um, right. You know w- how that's going to play out. We don't know, but you know, if to have you know Cersei pop back up is is it doesn't seem to be there's just no time for it. You know, right, right. So um, um, we'll have to, it'll be interesting to see. We'll have to we'll have to have a, a Game of Thrones episode next week where we we kind of yeah. because it's it's going to be like I think this season is sort of going to be make it is it's you're going to make it's next week is going to make or break this season. Yes, you know, it like maybe next next episode is it ties all this up. It makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah and, very and, well could. And and it fills in all these little gaps that were people are pointing out. You know, I don't know how they do that, but maybe it does. You know. Yeah, I mean that's one of the the I guess the downsides to like episodic uh, television like this is that you know you, you see it and like we're we're picking it apart, but next week may answer all of our questions. You know, right, right. So, so we'll have to have to wait and see. <laughs> yes, yeah, we'll have to we'll check it out then, and we'll have to, we'll have to talk about it, what we think. I and I do want it, when this is all over, I do want to like I want to go back to the beginning. I want to watch it all. You know, yeah, I th- I think I would think. I think I'd like to do that too. And just, just especially knowing where everything goes to see what is truly foreshadowed versus, you know, what just maybe just happened along the way or, right. you know, I know, um, it's apparently somewhere in the books, Cersei has a vision or a dr- like, there's something like a, there's something that happens in the books where she's like given a vision. And I think some of it happened in the TV show, but I don't think the full vision is given in the TV show. Like somebody was saying that, um, 
I think in the show they say like you you outlive all your children. I think that's her vision. Right, right, right. Right. But apparently in the books that's part of it. But another part is like you'll die as somebody wraps their hands or wraps themselves around you or something like that. And um, you know, I saw someone online saying like, oh, I guess they they meant the castle crumbling was wrapping itself around her to kill her. Yeah. yeah. And, I, also, I also heard that in the books, like it's prophesized that one of her brothers will kill her. And she always assumed that's why, that's one of the reasons she always hated Tyrion. Cause she always assumed it was Tyrion. Oh, and, and I mean, but I don't think any of this was ever fleshed out in the TV show. I've just picked this up from talking yeah. to people that, that read the books, but like she, that's one of the reasons she always hated Tyrion because she always assumed it was Tyrion that was going to kill Right. Him. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, she's Jamie's her lover. So right. You assume that another brother is Tyrion. Right. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's interesting that way too, you know, and that would make sense where, and, and why, like, you know, why she hated him so much. Like, I mean, right. You know, hopefully next week can wrap it all up. And even if it's rushed, hopefully it can wrap it up to at least be a satisfying conclusion to, you know, I, you're never going to please everyone. Um, you know, and everybody comes into all this stuff with their own, um, you know, hopes and, 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 you know, you you hang a lot of things on different characters sometimes, but uh, I just hope it, hopefully it's satisfying to the most, you know, to, to the most amount of people, I guess I should say. Like I've heard a lot, a lot of people are like hating on Benioff and Weiss right now. You know, before they went off the books, they sat down with George R. R. Martin and discussed, you know, how they would, how they should move forward. So it's not like anything right. we're seeing is, I mean, I mean, it's not anything that George R. R. Martin has written, but it was maybe things that he had in his head. Yeah. Like you know? he gave them, I, I, what I understand, right. Like you said, he, he gave them the sort of the story beats. It's like, okay, right. You know. Here's where I left off, and now here is like boom, boom, boom. Here's what's going to happen. You know, good or ba- good or bad, but that we I, we were kind of saying earlier, or maybe beforehand, uh, you know, good or bad. Like maybe that's why it's so rushed because they just have to get from one story beat to the next, and there's th- there's no material to flesh it out. You know, so yeah, okay, Cersei dies and Jaime die getting buried alive in the castle, or I'm sorry, getting crushed underneath the castle. So, like, you know, in, when he finally tells the story, it may lead up to that, but there may be a lot of neat, intricate stuff, you know, right. like, or, or same with the White Walkers or the Night King. You know what I mean? It might be like, you know, like we thought, of it, uh, although it wasn't easy for Ario, uh, I felt it was very easy to, you know, to end it. And so when he tells the story, he may say, oh, no, you know, Arya has a maybe it is a special knife or maybe, you know, something else happens along the way. Like there's just a lot more there that could have been fleshed out. So maybe that's why it does feel rushed is because they are they are rushing to a certain extent. They're just going to story beat the story beat and, and, and missing out on that in between stuff. So, well, we will see what happens next week. I'm excited about it. I'm excited am, to see yeah. how it all ends up. And I mean, no, all any theory I had is out the window, so I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I think a, a lot of people are in that same spot. Like everybody's kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen because everything I thought was going to happen didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, right. And I mean, like I said, I think John and Danny are going to have to fight each other. But I mean, that that I could be totally wrong. You know, what I mean, next week could open with something totally different happening. So who knows? Right. Uh, if if anything, it's been a heck of a TV show, and I mean, it kept us guessing and surprised the entire way. So I hope it can end that way. You know. Right. Definitely. 
All right. Well, I get what do you say? Does that wrap us up for this evening? Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. <laughs> I think we went very long. <laughs> we did go very long. Well, we appreciate you listening tonight. If you like the show, we ask you to go out and leave us a, a review on iTunes. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Geek Hangout Pod on right. Twitter. We are on Facebook. You can follow us in all those places. We like to hear from people. So, um, you know, please feel free to share any thoughts you have about anything we talked about tonight. And uh, we will talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>